Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Makada bara 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 Let us begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Mashada dada bago shabranda gada Oh God, mashadi brando bodo 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 shabranda dada dabo shabada bara 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 Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Mashadubra doska divrando dogodoborapa doska barabaraba. Maranoska branda Oh God, Come on, somebody, come on, somebody. Are you praying? I want to see a yes. Are you praying? I want to see a yes. Are you praying? My God, my God, my God. Radoska, 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 Radoska
Take the time to share the link. Take the time to share the link. Take the time to share the link. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for tonight. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gathering of your people. Thank you for the word of revelation, Father. Take charge tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and the believers will shout, Amen. Hold up, Thank you, Jesus. Oh God. Our time is fast spent and I cannot wait for anybody. The prophetic writings of Daniel, chapter five or part five god what is the purpose of this series and why are we spending so much time on it because people jesus is coming and you need to know you need to know why is it that all of a sudden i am teaching so many weird things that most of us are not familiar with am i the only one who is doing this am i the only one who did this am i the only one who is spending time on this well I hope by the time the meeting is over, you would know yourself. Take me to First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1 through to 6. Listen, anybody who is not taking this these teachings seriously, hmm, this is up to you. And your God 
First Thessalonians chapter 5, reading from verse 1 through to 6. This is Apostle Paul speaking, and he says, Now, brothers and sisters, about times and days we do not need to write to you. The New King James Version says, But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. Concerning the times and the seasons, you do not need me to write again concerning it because I have spoken about it and written about these things, these things so many times. God. I have spoken about these things so many times. You need to understand, not everything is written in the Bible. There were so many sermons that were written by Apostle Paul that are not recorded in the Bible. And so Apostle Paul is saying, concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you again because I have so many sermons and teachings and, and series that I dealt with these things. What is he talking about? Verse 2. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. You, yourself, you yourselves know perfectly that as for the second coming of the Lord and the rapture, you know that these things or this day comes as a thief in the night. Which meant that Apostle Paul had dealt with the subject of rapture so many times that he is saying, you have no need for me to talk to you about it again because I have so many messages, so many sermons, so many writings concerning the subject of rapture and the second coming of the Lord. <laughs> God. Verse 3. But when they say peace and safety, but when they say, not when you say, but when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as, as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. When they say, not you, those in the church or those of you who believe in God, but when they, those who do not believe, those who do not believe the rapture, those who do not believe the second coming, the Bible is saying when they say peace and safety, God is not coming anymore, God is not going to come the second time, there is nothing called the rapture. Apostle Paul is saying when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. So anybody anywhere who thinks the rapture is not real, the second coming of Jesus is not real, Apostle Paul is saying when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. Ah, God. Verse 4. As for you, under the sound of my voice, as for you who are listening to me, as for you who are making the time to be here, but as for you, brethren, you are not in darkness. Listen, 
God. Listen, Apostle Paul said, but as for you brethren, you are not in darkness, which means you are not in the dark. In other words, you are not unknowledgeable about this. You know that it is coming. Why? Because he has preached about these things. <laughs> God. But you are not in darkness. You are not in obscurity. You know that the day is coming because I, Apostle Paul, have spoken about these things several times. People, listen to me. But as for you, you are not in darkness about the times and the seasons. About the days, the rapture, the second coming, the end times. You know these things. Why? Because Apostle Paul had taken the time to break it down to them several times. So he says, you have no need for me to talk about it again. Because I've already spoken about the subject so many times. People, how many times do we talk about the end times? Even me, I only have just one series. Apart from this one, I have just one series concerning the end times. Apostle Paul is saying, I have spoken about this so many times. I have only spoken about it at least twice, just twice. Which means that Paul was bringing to light these things so many times that even we are. you are not in darkness so that this day should not overtake you as a thief no you are not in darkness the only reason you have you have no idea about the rapture and the second coming of jesus and these end times is because you are in the dark and that is the purpose of this meeting and this series so that you will, you will be brought into the light and you will come to know and accept and understand the end times and the coming of our lord <laughs> but you brothers and sisters are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief that means that the rapture is not meant to be a surprise and so those who are in god we the men of god ought to talk about that, about it so that it doesn't become a surprise to you do you understand <laughs> oh god you are all sons of light sons of the day we are not of the night nor of darkness verse 6 therefore let us not sleep as others do but let us watch and be sober now the question is how do you watch and be sober when you have no idea about the times and the seasons and when the lord is going to come how do you watch Colossians chapter 2 verse 16 Colossians chapter 2 verse the number 16 and 17 in order to understand the times and the seasons pertaining to the day of the Lord or the second coming of the Lord and the rapture we need to understand the feasts 
of the Lord or the festivities of the Lord. Colossians chapter 2 verse 16. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration or a Sabbath day. This is the NIV. Now, the New King James says, So let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths. Verse 17 which are a shadow of things to come but the substance or reality is of jesus christ god did you just hear that do not let anybody judge you in food or in drink or regarding any festival or a new moon or the sabbath verse 17 because these things are a shadow of things to come but the reality is of jesus christ so the festivals of the lord these things are nothing but a shadow and the bible is saying but the reality is of jesus christ simple leviticus chapter 23 verse 3 now let us deal with the festivities or, or the festivals or the feasts of the lord god Leviticus chapter 23 verse 3 Six days shall work be done but the seventh day is a Sabbath of solemn rest I've told you that the Sabbath is not a day of worship but a day of rest so the fact that you are worshiping God on Sunday does not mean you are keeping the Sabbath on Sunday the fact that you are worshiping God on Saturday does not mean you are keeping the Sabbath on Saturday no the Sabbath is a day of solemn rest that's all a holy convocation you shall do no work on it. it it is the sabbath of the lord in all your dwellings verse 4 these are the festivals or the first festivities or the feasts of the lord holy convocations which you shall proclaim at their appointed times these festivals you shall observe as holy convocations which you shall proclaim at their appointed times God you see do not be shocked that so many people are not being here because topics like this are not exciting but you see, the point of these topics are not meant to be exciting, no. 
I always tell you this when we gather here to share these things we do not gather for excitement because these things are not exciting and in messages like this in times such as these the people of God are not found or the people of God cannot be seen because the trumpets are sounding and yet the people are unwilling to hear even Jesus they did it to him how much more us you might think that people are not listening to the messages anymore no it is not about people not listening it is rather about what is being preached when it comes to messages like this it is the duty of the devil for the people not to hear because these are the things they need to hear to escape the schemes of the devil and the things god has planned for him you need to understand globally every preacher goes through this when they are dealing with seasons of the end times there is nothing you can do about it but those of you who have decided to be here be here Apostle Paul said, you have no need for me to write to you again concerning the times and the seasons, concerning the rapture and the coming of the Lord. You need to understand, people, there will be a time that you have no need for me to preach these things anymore because I have already poured out everything I know concerning these times. Follow me. Who has seen the picture on the page i've told you you are going to need a picture to understand what we are going to deal with tonight those of you who have god bless you so much if you have not seen it go back to the page right now and download it and you can also look at it on the platform there are seven feasts of the lord listen do not make a mistake into thinking that these feasts are the feast of the jews <laughs> these are the festivities or the festivals of the lord that god permitted the jews to celebrate so when you read the bible according to leviticus chapter 23 verse 4 the bible says these are the festivals of the lord not the festivals of the israelites or the festivals of the jews are we together in other words this work that I am doing right now and this message that I'm proclaiming to you is the word of the Lord and the work I am doing is the work of the Lord and yet I can say it is my work but the fact that I am preaching it and I am taking it as my job does not mean it ceases to be the work of the Lord do you understand <laughs> the fact that 
I am doing this job and I have taken it as my full-time job does not mean it ceases to be the work of the Lord even though it is my work now but it is the work of the Lord in the same vein, these festivals are celebrated by the Israelites, but do not make a mistake into thinking these are the festivals of the Israelites. No, the Bible says these are the festivals of the Lord. There are seven festivals of the Lord as recorded in the Bible, according to Leviticus chapter 23, reading from verse 1 to verse 44. You understand that there are seven festivals number one the passover number two the unleavened bread number three the first fruits number four the pentecost number five the trumpets number six the day of atonement number seven the tabernacles the tabernacles according to leviticus chapter 23 1 through to 44. Now, we are going to visit all these festivals of the Lord, one after the other. And the first one, the first festival that was celebrated by the Israelites, the first festival of God, is called the Passover. So take me to Exodus chapter 12, verse 1. Exodus chapter 12, verse 1. The Passover. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, verse 2, This month shall be your beginning of months. This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you, you, the Israelites, to you. Please understand. This message was given to Moses or this instruction was given to Moses to give it to the Israelites, not to the whole world. So the Lord said, this month shall be the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. And to the Israelites or to the Jews, it's called the month of Nisan. The month of Nisan. NIV says, this month is to be for you. You see, the Bible is personalizing it, not to everybody, but to those who are listening to me right now. Not to the people of prayer life, do not to the church, do not make a mistake, not to the church, but to the people I am speaking to right now. That is the Jews. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and said, To the Jews, the first month of the year shall be called the month of Nisan, which is the month to us, the church, is the month of March and April a part of march and a part of april please listen to me you need to understand these things to understand the rapture to understand the second coming of our lord 
tell the Jews that as for them the affairs man shall be the month of Nisan not to the church because to the church the first month of the year is January but to the Jews the first month of the year is Nisan that is why we have the Jewish calendar because their calendar is not the same as ours <laughs> so that the month of Nisan falls in between March and April what what is this and how is this happening you see to the church the day begins in the morning and the day ends in the evening you understand right those of you under the sound of my voice when i say tomorrow you understand that tomorrow begins in the morning right but to the jews the day begins in the evening this is something you need to grasp right from here in the book of genesis the bible said and the evening and the morning were the first day not in the morning and the evening or the morning to the evening no 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 to the jews the evening to the morning is the first day so to them when they get to the morning it means that the second day has begun oh god and that is how come their first month begins in March and April. The first month of the year to the Israelites is the month of March and April. They call it the month of Nisan. Now, with this being clear i can move on verse 3 speak to all the congregation of israel not to the church of god but to the congregation of israel just to the jews alone on the tenth of this month every man shall take for himself a lamb now you see this is the festival of passover we are talking about and the bible says that these festivals are a shadow of what is to come but the reality is of jesus christ which means that which means that the purpose of passover or the purpose of the festival of passover is jesus christ this is the establishment i am trying to create for you to understand to all the congregation of israel saying on the 10th day of the listen people this is why jesus died in the month of march when you're reading the bible do not make these mistakes the jewish calendar is not the same as ours so on the 10th day of this month every man shall take for himself a lamp according to the house of his father a lamp for a household and to the jews the first month is nisan and to the church the first month is january verse 4 and if the household is too small for the lamp let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons according to each man's need you shall make your count for the lamp 
verse 5 your lamb shall be without blemish a male of the first year you may take it from the sheep or from the goats verse 6 people this is very important verse 6 now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month then the whole assembly of the congregation of israel shall kill the lamb at twilight which is in the evening <laughs> what is the point of the passover the bible says these festivals are a shadow of what is to come and the reality is of jesus christ which means the only reason the passover is being celebrated is about jesus christ simple the question is is jesus the passover lamb hmm? on the tenth day you shall take a lamb and for four days you shall examine that lamb and after four days after you realize that the lamb is without blemish you will kill the lamb in the evening and to the jews the evening is the beginning of the next day now <laughs> when they arrested jesus christ in the ninth after he was betrayed by his own son judas iscariot they brought him to the sahendrin that is the highest court of justice and the supreme council in ancient jerusalem they claim jesus was found guilty of violating the sabbath law by healing on the sabbath threatening to destroy the jewish temple practicing sorcery exorcising people by the power of demons and claiming to be the messiah the court elders then brought jesus to pontius pilate Pontius Pilate was the Roman governor of Judea and asked him to judge and condemn Jesus according sorry accusing Jesus of making false claims of being the king of the Jews while questioning Jesus about the claim of being the king of the Jews Pilate realized that Jesus was a Galilean and therefore falls under Herod's jurisdiction so the Sahendrin were the first to examine the lamb and after they found him guilty which was false they brought him to pontius pilate and pontius pilate examined him and he realized jesus was a galilean and so false under the jurisdiction of herod so pontius pilate said take him away from me because i am not his head 
Pontius, sorry, Herod is his head because Jesus was a Galilean and doesn't fall under the jurisdiction of Herod because Herod was the governor of Judea, not Galilee. So Herod, sorry, since Herod already happened to be in Jerusalem at that time, Pilate decides to send Jesus to Herod to be tried or to be examined. Now, Herod Antipas, he was the tetrarch of Galilee. In other words, he was the governor of Galilee. And Jesus being a Galilean meant that Herod was the right person to judge him and to examine him. Now, this same Herod Antipas was the same Herod who previously ordered the death of John the Baptist. this herod wanted to see jesus for a long time hoping to observe one of the miracles of jesus however jesus says nothing in response to herod's question or the vehement accusations of the chief priests and the scribes herod and his soldiers mocked jesus and they put a gorgeous rope on him they mocked jesus and they mocked him as the king of the jews and herod after he found no fault he he sent him back to Pilate. Please listen to this. That day, Herod and Pilate, who were sworn enemies, they became friends because of the mockery of Jesus <laughs> and the examination of Jesus and the trial of Jesus. So, firstly, Jesus stood before the Sahindrin, he stood before Pontius Pilate and he stood before Herod Antipas. Now, they sent him back to Pilate. That was the fourth time Jesus was being tried. The trial of Jesus. And the Lord said, God, when he was giving the instruction to the Jews, he said, you shall examine the lamb for four days. And in the case of Jesus, it took four seasons or four times for him to be tried. That was, they were fulfilling the law of God by examining Jesus four times. So after the Sahindrin, they brought him to Pontius Pilate. After Pontius Pilate, they brought him to Herod Antipas. After Herod Antipas, they brought him back to Pontius Pilate. This is the fourth time. God. <laughs> Listen to this. The Gospel of Luke does not state that Herod did not condemn Jesus and instead attributes that, that conclusion to Pilate who then calls together the court elders and says to them, in Luke chapter 23 verse 14, Herod, sorry, Pilate says, Pontius Pilate, you have brought this man to me as one who misleads the people and indeed having examined Jesus in his presence and in your presence I have found no fault in this Jesus concerning those things of which you accuse him verse 15 no neither did Herod Antipas for I sent you back to him and indeed nothing deserving of death has, has been done by him 
him verse 16 i will therefore chastise jesus and release him to you people going back to exodus chapter 12 the lord says you shall examine the lamp until you find no blemish until you find no fault until you find no mistake and after you find that there is no mistake the whole congregation of israel can now go ahead and kill that lamb in the evening for this is the passover lamb now in the story of jesus he was examined by the Sanhedrin. he was examined by pontius pilate he was examined by herod antipas and brought back to pontius pilate and was examined again and Pilate says I find no fault in this man and yet the entire congregation of Israel said crucify him crucify him crucify him crucify him that are fulfilling what the scripture said that in order to kill the Passover over lamb the entire congregation of Israel shall lay their hand on the lamb and kill the lamb in the evening And then Pontius Pilate says, being the priest in this contest, says, I find no fault in him and I will not be guilty of this man's death. So he washes his hands and says, let his blood not be on me. And the same vein, before the priest would ever slaughter the lamb, he would wash his hands to confirm the fact that the lamb is without blemish. Or without fault so they killed jesus making jesus the passover lamb so when you look at the picture that i shared with you jesus became the passover lamb because do not forget that these festivals are the festivals of the lord which means that by this pattern or in this structure he shall judge and he shall save and judge the world the same pattern now these seven festivals the first one is the passover and jesus became the passover after the passover after the passover the next festival is the unleavened bread follow carefully those of you who still have no idea what we are dealing with i am dealing with the shadow years or the church age that falls between the death of jesus and the beginning of the reign of the antichrist as i shared with you last week you understand that on the prophetic timeline the 490 years the death of jesus ended at 483 years and the bible said he broke the prophetic timeline or put a break on the prophetic timeline 
and then the world fell into the shadow years or the church age and no one knows what is happening but these things were written within the church age so now what i'm dealing with tonight is i'm dealing with the church age that falls in between the prophetic timeline that is not recorded by the angels those of you who still have no idea what i'm dealing with go back to the previous lessons because tonight is part five so if you are just starting from part five I don't expect you to fully understand what I'm dealing with. <laughs> we started five Sundays ago. Are we together? Now, when you examine the picture I shared with you, you realize that the first festival is the Passover. The second festival is the unleavened bread. <laughs> but when you read first corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 the bible says therefore purge out the old leaven that you may be a new lamp since you truly are unleavened for indeed christ jesus christ our passover was sacrificed for us so the bible calls jesus our passover please it's very important for you to understand that jesus is the passover because i read to you emphatically that the bible said these festivals are only a shadow of what is to come and what is to come is jesus christ is of the reality of jesus christ those of you who did not begin the message with me tonight you will not understand colossians chapter 2 verse 16 the bible says Colossians chapter 2 verse 16 the Bible says let nobody judge you in food or in drink or, or regarding festivals or the new moon or the Sabbaths verse 17 because these things are a shadow of things to come these festivals the passover the unleavened bread all these festivals are a shadow of what is to come but the reality is Jesus Christ do you understand which means that all these festivals were a shadow or were only dramatizing the coming of jesus and what jesus was coming to fulfill so the point of the passover the point of the unleavened bread the point of the first fruit was to give a heads up of what was coming are we together i want to know we are on the same page jesus christ first corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 purge out old leaven that you may be a new lamp since you truly are unleavened for indeed christ our passover was sacrificed for us do you understand so jesus christ died on the day of the passover the bible calls him the passover in first corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 all these writers understood these things 
these writers these teachers of the word they understood the prophetic timeline how come the writer of first corinthians was able to know that jesus is our passover because he understood the times and the seasons and shared it with the church which means that it is our duty as teachers of the word to explain these things to the congregation and anybody who believes in jesus who thinks it is a waste of time you have the freedom to leave services like this because i think these things are not for you but no lo and behold the day will come as a thief unto you you will have no idea and the rapture will come as a surprise unto you and you will miss the coming of our lord what is leaven first corinthians chapter 5 verse 8 therefore let us keep the festival do not forget <laughs> apostle paul is not saying let us keep doing or repeating those old festivals no because do not forget jesus has now become the passover which meant that we have no need to observe that festival of the passover because jesus has now come the point of observing the festival was to re-echo the coming of jesus and now that jesus has come we have no need to go back to that festival so what we need to do is to keep jesus so apostle paul says let us keep the festival let us keep the passover let us keep jesus christ because he is the passover not with old leaven nor with the leaven of malice wickedness sinfulness the point of leaven or what leaven means is sin do sin condo sin and, and apostle paul is saying let us keep jesus without sin because he is our passover but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth even when nobody is watching with sincerity and truth with sincerity and truth and if everybody will be sincere about what they do there will be no sin in this world sincerity and truth so jesus christ was and is the passover that is the first festival and jesus christ is the unleavened bread because the unleavened bread stands for a life without sin and jesus is the only man who is or had a life without sin and so paul is saying we should keep jesus so that we will have or live without sin i know these things i am teaching are very deep but you need to know because the early church knew this particular scripture was written to the corinthians who were or let me say the church of corinth so the early church knew these things which means that it is obligatory for the people of prayer life to know these things are very deep are we together so jesus is the passover and jesus is the unleavened bread 
I'm taking it slow because I want everybody to grasp what I am sharing. These things are very deep. Now, after the unleavened bread, tonight I'm going to deal with so many things that many of you probably have never heard before. So follow carefully and give me time. We are here to learn. If you are not here to learn, then you can feel free to leave. But if you are here to learn, then make the time. Be ready. Prepare your heart. Prepare your mind. You need to understand this. The early church knew. So the, the modern church needs to know. So who understands Christ being the Passover and Christ being the unleavened bread? Life without sin. Life without sin. Malice. Life without wickedness. Life with or full of righteousness. That is Jesus Christ. The next festival of God is the festival of the first fruits. Take me to Leviticus chapter 23, verse 9 to 11. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 9. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, say to them, When you come into the land which I give you, and reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf or a bundle of the first fruits. A sheave means a bundle or a portion. Do you understand? A part. A sheave of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. <laughs> Listen to this. You shall bring a bundle of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest verse 11 then the priest shall wave the sheaf before the lord to be accepted on your behalf on the day after the sabbath the priest shall wave it you see it seems as though all of these things are abstract but do not forget that these things are the festivals of the lord now let us bring it to the normal times think of the festivals we celebrate in ghana how many of them do they really make sense to you here i'm asking you i'm asking great sam i'm i'm asking sewa i'm asking those of you who are hearing me the festivals in ghana do they really make sense to you 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 don't seem to understand when we ask why do they do this you have no idea why do they do that you have no idea why do they do you have no idea even though you know there is this festival and this is the festival of the lord so understanding it is quite complex but if you give it time and if you give me time i will i will i'll be able to, by the help of god explain these things to you so do not just be there at the other end and be saying hey today dear what is this what is this take your time the early church knew these things so you need to know it's not like if it is okay if you want to know it is not a want you need to know because if you do not know that you will never understand the second coming of the lord myself i didn't know these things when i was your age many of you guys i didn't know 
but now i know so i have to explain these things to you ojaba god bless you sir i have to explain these things to you what is the point you think about it the the lord is saying let me let me put myself on the same page with you guys now the lord is saying when you enter into the promised land or the land i will give you you bring the first fruits to the priest and the priest will carry it and wave it before the lord you think about it does it even make sense why does the priest need to wave it before the lord it is not what they are doing that makes sense who it is what it means that makes sense you see these people were enjoying the festival of the lord it wasn't the festival of the israelites so god had a reason why the people needed to do that and that is the point of tonight's message i'm going to break down why you need to understand and why god was asking the israelites to do that now take me to john chapter 12 verse 3 you see tonight i'm combining the new testament and the old testament so so that you will appreciate and understand that these things are not about things that are past but about things that also happen in the new testament john chapter 12 verse 23 this is jesus speaking and jesus says but jesus answered and said the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified this is this is about just when jesus was about to be crucified sorry about to be betrayed he said the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified listen to this so it means he's referring to himself right work with me tonight we are sharing so work with me the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified this is jesus right he's referring to himself and he goes ahead to say verse 24 most assuredly i say to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies it alone sorry it it remains alone but if it dies it produces much grain think about it jesus calls himself the son of man and verse 24 he refers to himself as a grain of wheat a grain of wheat this is food right how come the son of man is referring to himself as food <laughs> a grain of wheat he's saying my hour has come for me to be glorified in other words the hour has come for me to die most assuredly i say to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and it dies it remains alone so jesus is saying until me i die i remain alone so jesus is referring to himself as food as grain why because he needs to fulfill the festival of the first fruit and jesus being the human being cannot fulfill the festival of the first fruit until he places himself in the position of a fruit or the position of a food so he says i am a wheat of grain now first corinthians chapter 15 verse 20 work with me people first corinthians chapter 15 verse 20 but now jesus christ is risen from the dead 
and has become the first fruit why because he said a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies until this happens that grain of wheat remains alone so when he rose up he rose up as the first fruit because he died as a fruit or food do not forget that in the celebration of the actual festival in the shadow realm what they were doing was their first fruit were food just food only food so jesus had to refer to himself as food and die as food so that he can be resurrected as the first food or the first fruit but hold on that is not even the catch <laughs> now first corinthians chapter 15 verse 20 but now christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep okay hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 i take my time to mention the scripture before i read because you will have to refer to these things and write some things down and recap hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 i'm building something i'm not even getting to the close of my message so follow carefully hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens in other words jesus is the high priest right jesus is the high priest and this same jesus has referred to himself as the fruit and the bible said the people of israel shall bring their first fruit to the priest so that the priest will wave the fruit before the lord to be accepted right i read the scripture clearly this is not the catch follow carefully i am now entering into when the first rapture happened i'm taking my time to break these things down i am about to enter into when the first rapture happened those of you who do not know the first rapture has already happened and then many of us were not alive yet i don't just want to say anything because i know many of the people who listen to these messages are not even in ghana when we upload these messages across all the platforms we have so many people listening and not everybody who is listening is actually following or following us people listen to judge and i want to take my time to share the word of god just as it is hmm. matthew chapter 27 verse 50 jesus do not forget died as a fruit And Jesus was resurrected as the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Now, Matthew chapter 27, verse 50. Follow carefully. This is the first rapture. I know you are thinking, hey, now Papa you say Rapture People, it has been in the Bible since the beginning of time jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit and i like how the scripture begins it because the scripture begins 
with Jesus dying as a grain of wheat, right? So Jesus is dead as a fruit or food. Verse 51. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. The rocks were split. <laughs> God. Verse 52. And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Listen to this, people. Not many spirits, but many bodies, human bodies that were buried and were dead. The Bible said when Jesus died and was being resurrected, the graves also were opened on the day of resurrection. And many bodies of the saints who were, who had fallen asleep were also raised. Listen, Jesus was not the only person who was resurrected on the day of his resurrection. <laughs> God. Many bodies, just as Jesus was resurrected with his body, the Bible is saying many bodies were also resurrected. Verse 53, the Bible said, And coming out of the graves, are you listening coming out of the graves oh their tombs were that is why the bible said the rocks were split that is to say that the tombstones were split apart and these people their bodies were restored unto them their human bodies and they came out of the graves physically they 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 came out of their coffins are you following this they were not spiritual they were human beings those who were dead in god many of them abraham was resurrected isaac was resurrected samson was resurrected are you getting this <laughs> those of you who think the rapture is not real you listen to me the bible is saying and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and they came out of the graves post the niv for me they came out of the tombs after jesus's resurrection they came am i are these my words or this is what your bible is saying oh god they came out of their tombs and the bible said they went into the holy city Listen to this. This is where it gets tricky. Understand. Do not forget that when the angel Gabriel was giving the prophecy to Daniel, Gabriel said, this prophecy concerns your people, which is the Israelites, and your holy city, which is Jerusalem, physically so the bible said when these dead people those who died in god when they got out of their tombs they went into the holy city which means that they only it was only the dead of israel please listen this is why nobody knows this as the first rapture 
because it is only those who died in God only the Israelites who died in God who were resurrected that is why the Bible didn't say all the bodies were resurrected but many bodies which is to say out of the, the, the multitudes only the Israelites were resurrected God oh God why is God resurrecting the Israelites only is it fair do not forget that the Bible said the part sorry the festival of the first fruits you are supposed to bring your your first fruits to the priest for the priest to wave it before God to be accepted the first fruit of the harvest you see the first rapture was the rapture of the first fruits so Jesus was resurrected as the first fruit of the dead and being the high priest he was or he brought with him those who have died in Israel to wave them before God as the first fruit before God to be accepted the actual harvest is the harvest of the entire church but the first fruit is Israel so with the whole church put together Israel is the first fruit of the entire church that is why Jesus only resurrected only the Israelites How do I know this? Verse 53. The Bible said, They came out of their graves after Jesus' resurrection. And they went into Jerusalem physically and they appeared to many people. They appeared. So they'll meet and they'll say, Oh, it is I, Abraham, Masabau. It is I, this person. I am back again. It is I, your uncle, your forefather, your this. I am back again. The Bible said, They appeared to many. And guess what? They met their ancestors. <laughs> God. They met their ancestors. People physically. So now the question is, I know many people are wondering, so does it mean they came to live? So does it mean they will die again? Follow. We are not done. Follow carefully these questions bring us to the next festival which is called the festival of weeks or what is popularly known as Pentecost you see many of you guys think that Pentecost is a new term that came with the Holy Spirit no Pentecost only means 50th or 50th day so the festival of Pentecost was celebrated way before so when you look at the picture Jesus has fulfilled the Passover Jesus has fulfilled Jesus has fulfilled the Passover he has fulfilled the unleavened bread he has fulfilled the festival of the first fruit now we are waiting for the next thing which is the festival of weeks or the festival of Pentecost take me to Leviticus chapter 23 verse 15 and you shall count for yourselves from the day after the sabbath from the day that you brought the sheave 
or the bundle of the wave offering or the first fruits seven sabbaths shall be completed verse 16 count 50 days to the day after the seventh sabbath oh god count of 50 days up to the day after the seventh sabbath the Pentecost okay Parano Shapa Acts chapter 1 verse 3 Acts chapter 1 verse 3 to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs <laughs> Jesus presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs. Convincing proofs. You could not doubt it. Which meant that the people who were resurrected with Jesus, even if you doubt, you see, do not forget that when Joseph died, after 490 years later, the Bible said when the people of Israel moved out of or began the exodus the bible said and moses carried along with him the bones of uh, uh, sorry the bones of joseph so all these years they kept the bones there the israelites were keepers they kept the bones and the the graves of the people that were their forefathers so they are saying there were so many convincing proofs or infallible proofs you go back to where abraham was buried and his bones are not there which means that indeed abraham has resurrected jesus was not the only one who was resurrected do you understand And the Bible saying, count 50 days after the resurrection of D- Jesus, and that will be the festival of Pentecost or the festival of weeks. Do you understand? After Easter, 50 days after Easter is called the day of Pentecost, right? Or the festival of weeks. Okay, so now take me to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. Okay, let me let me finish with Acts chapter 1, verse 3. Acts chapter 1, verse 3. Jesus presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So after Jesus was resurrected, he, he appeared unto them for 40 good days, right? which meant that all those people in, including Abraham and all those people Lazarus and all those people who were in paradise they were only the Israelites so do not forget only the Israelites the first fruits they were resurrected and for 40 days they were alive on earth they were alive they went to their family members they saw them I'm your ancestor I'm your forefather they saw them for 40 days they lived with them because jesus for 40 days walked walked amongst them now this is what happened acts chapter 1 verse 9 acts chapter 1 verse 9 
now when jesus had spoken these things while they watched jesus was taken up and a cloud received jesus out of their sight okay so now many people would ask prof if jesus resurrected with all these people how come only jesus was taken up oh god jesus was not the only one who was taken up the bible said and a cloud a cloud a cloud and the line that's a cloud if the bible is for you it means something a cloud a cloud a cloud a cloud what does that mean a cloud so it means that all the 40 days that Jesus was alive together with the first fruit the 40 days that they were alive with Jesus Jesus as a high priest was waving the first fruit before God to say that I, these are the first fruit I have come to win for you that when I come many years later I will come back for the actual harvest which is the, the rapture that we all know of how can we believe that there is a rapture when we have never seen a rapture before but we have seen a rapture before this was the first rapture people of god this was the first rapture and even before the first rapture a rapture happened before in the old testament and that was when enoch disappeared Enoch was raptured, but the reason we do not talk about that is because it was a personal thing. God decided to rapture Enoch, and the next person who was raptured, that was the prophet Elijah. Elijah was also raptured, but we do not count it because it was a personal encounter. God decided to rapture Enoch and Elijah, but the next big rapture that happened was the rapture of the first fruits that jesus came and and was raptured with the first fruits and these accounts are in the bible hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 you see many people think the cloud means the skies or the cloud but no people no hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 the bible says therefore we also since we are surrounded by a great sorry we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses god therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses human beings witnesses so the bible said when jesus was taken up whilst he was saying these things while they watched jesus was taken up and a cloud received him in other words the first fruits of the people who were raptured with him they were already waiting for jesus in the sky because they are called a cloud of witnesses and they received jesus and they went with jesus into heaven a cloud of witnesses so after 40 days they all entered into heaven abraham is no more in paradise jonah is no more in paradise those who died before jesus in god they are no more in paradise they are now raptured 
the first fruits of Israel. They are now raptured with Jesus. They are the cloud that received Jesus, a cloud of witnesses. And in Revelation chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible says again, even on the second coming of the Lord, he shall come again with clouds. He will not come alone or he will come again with the people he ascended with because they are the first fruits they now walk alongside jesus he will come with them people these things are happening right before our eyes and we still think the rapture is not real you see i've always been asking god god how can your people believe in the rapture when we have never seen anything like this before and i was praying and i was crying to god i said god how can your people believe me when i preach these things and the lord said my son these things have happened before we are only waiting for the harvest we are waiting for the harvest we are waiting for the harvest but the first fruits are already gone because of time visit the picture go back to the picture i shared so the death of jesus was the festival of the passover and it actually fell on the day of passover and jesus being the unleavened bread and putting an end to sins by the reason of his blood jesus became the unleavened bread and jesus resurrected as the first fruit of the first fruits he was raptured with all the israelites that died before him and so he fulfilled the feast or the festival of the first fruit now the pentecost jesus said wait for i will send you or i will send to you a comforter a friend he who will bring all things into remembrance oh and the bible said in order to tell which day is the day of pentecost count 50 days after the resurrection of jesus so after jesus was resurrected he lived on earth for 40 days together with the first fruits and then when he was leaving he told them wait so they waited for 10 more days adding up to 50 days <laughs> people and that was the day of pentecost and the holy spirit came down why because this is the festival of the lord it is not the festival of the jews do not make that mistake so this is how we get to know the timeline of the church age the passover is fulfilled the unleavened bread is fulfilled the first fruits is fulfilled the pentecost was fulfilled with the promise of jesus christ that is the coming of the holy spirit do you understand now or do you still have questions I'm going to give you a minute to ask any question. God. If you have a question, say I do. If you do not have a question, say I don't. 
so that I would know if I can move on. Now, listen to this. The coming of the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And the day of Pentecost, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. The Holy Spirit came down. So you see, the Bible said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, or when the day of Pentecost came. So it was not the Holy Spirit that brought the day of Pentecost, though. No. The day of Pentecost was a festival, or the festival of weeks was a festival that was celebrated way back by the Jews. And Jesus followed the exact timeline. Why? Because that festival that the Jews celebrated is called the festival of the Lord. So it was not God who was following the timeline of the Jews. Oh, no. It was the Jews who were following the timeline of God. Do you understand? So the Holy Spirit never came until the day of weeks, 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus, 50 days after Easter, 50 days after the first fruits were resurrected, 10 days after Jesus ascended into heaven. Ooh. And the coming of the Holy Spirit brought or began the church age are we together the day of pentecost began the church because the church never started until the holy spirit came which means that there can never be a church that doesn't believe in the holy spirit any church that doesn't believe in the holy spirit is not a church because the church doesn't begin without the holy spirit so jesus couldn't have started a church until he brought the holy spirit or he asked the holy spirit to come have you ever heard of any church that says we do not believe in the spirit of god i am sorry people of god that is not a church so when you examine the picture you realize after the day of pentecost the church has now begun 10 days after the ascension of jesus not the resurrection 50 days after the resurrection and 10 days after the ascension do not make a mistake and now the church has begun which means which means we have entered the church age god now there are three main seasons in israel when you examine the picture you realize we have the spring season we have the summer season and we have the autumn or the fall the spring season was when the passover was celebrated the unleavened was celebrated the fruits was celebrated and the pentecost but the summer season they didn't celebrate any festival 
do not forget it is not god who is following the timeline of the jews it's rather the jews who are following the timeline of god but they didn't know understand these things between the pentecost and the all let me say the festival of the pentecost and the festival of the trumpets the sorry the trumpets we have what we call the summer break that they do not celebrate any festival until the summer is over people that is why there is a long break that seems as though jesus is not coming again because we are all still in the summer season where no festival is supposed to be celebrated until the festival of the trumpets <laughs> the festival of the trumpet begins what we call the autumn season the autumn not I made a mistake on a picture it's, it's autumn or fall that is the season of harvest there cannot be a harvest until there have been the first fruit and Jesus has already ascended with the first fruits which means we are all waiting for the harvest and the harvest begins with the festival of the trumpet When you examine the picture you realize a red shaded region around the festival of the trumpet and that is the emergence of the antichrist now listen to this we are entering into the festival of the trumpet the festival of the trumpet has to do with what we call in gathering it's all about gathering gathering announcement gathering you see whenever you get to the announcement the announcement stage of any meeting you know you are getting to the close right hmm. announcement announcement trumpets announcement in gathering the jews call it the rosh hashanah you see anybody who follows my grandfather my great grandfather archbishop duncan williams he does a yearly program in the fall or the autumn season called rosh hashanah the season of the jews <laughs> these men they know these things oh people they know these things he does a yearly program called rosh hashanah rosh hashanah simply means the festival of the trumpets and the point of the rosh hashanah is to point to the future day when the messiah returns to rescue the righteous and judge the wicked the fall festival calls us to regather to a pure faith in god rosh hashanah or the festival of the trumpet has come to represent the day of repentance it is the day when the people of god gather oh god 
and take stock in their spiritual condition and make the necessary changes to ensure that the upcoming new year would be pleasing to God. It is all about a call to repentance. On this day, the shofar or the trumpet is sounded a hundred times by the priest or let me say by the skilled priest not just any priest if you study the jews not just any priest sounds the trumpet during the festival of the trumpets but only the skilled priests are allowed to sound it what does this mean these days those of us those of us who are called to preach the word of god and not just the preachers but also the spiritual men and women the bible said you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood which means that we are all priests but it takes only the skilled priests to sound the trumpet what the priests or the skilled priests are doing now is we are all sounding the trumpet how by announcing to the people the signs the times the seasons the end times the end of the age so with every message we preach that is the sounding of the trumpets somebody is asking man of god so will we hear a loud sound of a trumpet that we will all hear and change yes but that sound of that trumpet will not be but the sound will be the warnings we are giving you the reason the skilled priest sounds the trumpet 99 times and goes back home and comes back the following day and sound it one last time making it a hundred times is because all of us are sounding it day in day out the season of the trumpets or the festival of the trumpets began when the first priest decided to start warning people about the end times and we have been sounding 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 why because people it is called the season or the festival of the trumpets plural for a reason it will not be once but it will be multiple times we keep on sounding keep on sounding it looks as as though we are foolish but we keep on sounding it looks as though we have nothing to do but we keep on sounding what is the point to to what point first corinthians chapter 15 verse 51 first corinthians chapter 15 verse 51 behold i tell you a hidden truth this is apostle paul you see paul had a lot of knowledge concerning the end times he was a skilled priest which means that he was one of the qualified ones 
to sound the trumpet and i thank god that god has made me qualified to be one of the skilled priests to sound the trumpet you see this is why you do not see so many young ministers preaching these messages because it takes only the skilled priests to sound the trumpet i am not saying i am skilled but the fact that i am able to share these things with you and these hidden truth with you means that god himself has made me qualified i didn't decide to be qualified god made me qualified i am nothing but an instrument of god am i better than the rest no apostle paul says i tell you a mystery or i tell you a hidden truth now let me ask you how can a man tell a hidden truth Eh, Sewa, Prissy, how can a man tell? That thing is hidden. How is he telling? Only the skilled priest. God has revealed these things only to the skilled priest so that they will keep on sounding the trumpets. God. It will shock you that one day if you make it to heaven you will say papa said these things so many times if you end up in hell you say it papa said it so many times why it is called the season or the festival of the trumpets apostle paul says i tell you a hidden truth how is he telling a hidden truth which means that what he means to say is i am now one of the skilled priests by the grace of god not by my works but by the grace of god and he says we shall not all sleep we shall not all die we shall not all die we shall not all die but we shall all be changed so the same vein when the first fruits the israelites were resurrected by jesus or with jesus the bible said their bodies came back alive their human bodies were restored and came back alive and they got out of their graves and they went and showed themselves in jerusalem to their family members <laughs> but when it got to the time of the ascension 40 days later the bible then called them a cloud of witnesses they were no longer bodies but they became a cloud of <laughs> you see these things are all written in the bible paul said we shall not all die but we shall all be changed and paul did not add this but by the grace of god i am adding it we shall all be changed into a cloud of witnesses <laughs> god 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 we shall all be changed into so whenever you see me talking about these seasons of the end times the end of the age then you know that we have already entered into the season of the trumpets 
but how come the rapture has not happened somebody is asking ah papa and someone can if it were really true how come the rapture has not happened apostle paul said in verse 52 of first corinthians chapter 15 verse 52 in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet guys at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible which means that just as the first fruits were resurrected and their rotten bodies came back and were restored incorruptible apostle paul is saying the same thing that during the actual harvest the dead will be resurrected this has already happened before in the days of jesus when jesus was being resurrected the dead will be raised and their bodies will come back your mother who is dead if she is in paradise she will come back your father who is dead if he's in paradise you come back your relatives who are dead if they are in paradise they will come back people that is what the bible is saying and we shall all be changed even those of us who will still be alive into what a cloud of witnesses so the reason the rapture has not happened is this apostle paul said oh i love this man <laughs> i love this man apostle paul said in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet do not forget that this festival is called the festival of the trumpets plural so the skilled priests are already announcing it every day benihin is announcing it pastor benny is pastor benny is announcing it Emmanuel makandiwa is announcing it prophet Hubert is announcing it um, um all these skilled priests are announcing it season or festival of the trumpets right myself i am announcing it pastor chris is announcing it all these skilled dr ivan baxter he is announcing it all these skilled priests are announcing it but it is called the season of the trumpets so the rapture has not happened because listen to this when you consider the jews the trumpets or the festival of the trumpets falls within two days god and the priest will go up when the, when the when the festival begins the priest will go up the temple and will blow the trumpet 11 times and he will come back he will come back that same day and go back and blow it 11 times 
and he will come back and go and blow it that same day 11 times and he will come back and that same day he'll go and blow it 11 times do you understand it means that the skilled priest will come and they will talk about these messages and they will go and they will come back and talk about it so i talked about this two years ago and and for two years i never mentioned it again and i came back two years later and i came to blow it and i'll go back and i'll come and blow it again someday in the future and i'll go back someday in the future i'll come and blow it again and i'll go back that is what is happening and the priest would do this nine times after blowing it 11 times at every season that same day do you understand he blows it 11 times goes and come goes and come goes and come for nine times which is how many times 99 times and the priest will go back home and sleep and the second day the priest comes and blows the trumpet just once so apostle paul said at the last trumpet now the thing is nobody can calculate the number of times the skilled priests have been blowing this trumpet which is why jesus said nobody knows the day or the hour that i will return or the last trumpet will sound because nobody can calculate the number of times the skilled priests have been blowing the trumpet people it can be tomorrow people it can be in two days people it can be in 14 years but we have entered into the festival of the trumpet we have entered into the festival of the trumpet and nobody knows the last when the last trumpet nobody knows the bible says in first thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 first thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 but i do not want you to be ignorant brethren concerning those who have fallen asleep lest you should sorrow as though you have no hope but if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so god will bring with him those who will sleep in jesus for this we say to you by the word of the lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the lord will by no means precede those who are asleep verse 16 for the lord himself jesus himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of god you understand jesus himself will return and blow the last trumpet so whenever we speak through the word of jesus we are blowing the trumpet we are blowing the trumpet we are blowing the trumpet but the last day that nobody knows jesus will come and blow the very last trumpet and guys this will be the rapture 
as it stands now the rapture has not happened yet but the very moment jesus comes and blows it in a split second the church is gone the holy spirit is gone and when you examine the picture that i shared with you we are now in the red shaded region we are in the red shaded region which means that the church age is ending we are no longer in the middle of the church age the church age is ending god which means that the antichrist is at hand now there is a reason why we do not know or have not heard about the antichrist to date there is a reason there is a reason there is a reason people there is a reason and i'll show you god second thessalonians chapter 2 verse 1 the antichrist is born the antichrist is alive today the antichrist is there but he has not been revealed because of second thessalonians chapter 2 verse 1 now brethren concerning the coming of our lord jesus christ and our gathering together to him we ask you number two or verse two not to be sorry not not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter as if from us as though the day of christ had come verse three let nobody deceive you by any means for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the falling away has to do with people losing their spiritual lives that is the falling away people are losing their spiritual lives and people are now chasing after miracles signs and wonders okay is that happening sewa is that happening in the church today are people falling away are people chasing after signs miracles prophecies <sighs> god so he's saying the coming of jesus will not come unless the falling away comes first and the falling away has come and is happening people are now chasing after miracles prophecies um, um healings people are chasing after breakthroughs people are chasing after finances financial breakthrough rather than the way that is the falling away and this man of sin is revealed or the antichrist is revealed now the antichrist is not revealed because of verse 4 and verse 5 the antichrist who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called god and that is worshipped so that he sits as god in the temple of god showing himself that he is god verse 5 do you not remember that when i was still with you i told you these things 
why because apostle paul was one of the skilled priests and he blew trumpets whenever he was with the church if you serve under any of the skilled priests you must understand that you always get these trumpets coming your way every day i am sorry that god in his own wisdom has made me one of his skilled priests I do not have a choice but to talk about these things just as apostle paul didn't have a choice but to talk about these things just as jesus didn't have a choice but to talk about these things hear me it is not my fault but i don't have a choice because god has made it so verse 6 and now you know what is restraining the antichrist you know what is restraining the antichrist you know what is holding back the antichrist what do you know and what do we know now you know it is the church age and the holy spirit that is holding back Oh God, or restraining the revelation of the Antichrist. Do you understand? Apostle Paul is saying, now you know what is holding back the Antichrist because as for you, the people of Thessalonica, I have shared these things with you. You, you know, as for the people of prayer life, I have shared these things with you. The only thing that is holding back the Antichrist is the church age and the Holy Spirit. but the church age and the holy spirit that is holding back the antichrist people is ending the church age is ending and the ending of the church age is the rapture the last day that the church ends is the rapture and nobody knows but it ends with the sounding of the last trumpet all these messages are the trumpets but the last trumpet will be sounded by jesus christ himself and that will be the ending of the church age and the taking away of the holy spirit oh and the very moment the holy spirit is taken away the antichrist is now given full authority to rule over the entire world that is the last seven years as prophesied by angel gabriel to daniel the 70 weeks the 490 years the last seven years people when you examine the picture at the sound of the last trumpet the antichrist takes over the world the antichrist will rule over the world and this is why it is important for us to be raptured because of the next festival because right after the festival of the trumpet trumpets and the last the sound of the last trumpet which is the rapture 
comes the next festival which is the festival of atonement those who will not be raptured will be sinful people sinful people i have just two minutes and the session ends but you need to understand that when the antichrist takes over the world for the first three and a half years the world will seem to be okay without the holy spirit but after the after the first three and a half years people you will weep you will weep you will weep if you do not end up being part of the rapture hey this is why jesus himself is taking away his own before the day of atonement you know that is when you will suffer for your sins the reason we are not suffering for our sins is because of grace and the presence of the holy spirit but the sounding of the trumpet takes away the holy spirit which means that you will now bear the own consequences of your own actions your own sins your own iniquities the sounding of the trumpet the day of atonement the festival of the day of atonement people will suffer under the rulership of the antichrist people will suffer you see Ghanaians are crying because of the, the economy that is dropping you have not seen anything people will weep hey people will weep you cannot afford to suffer this day you cannot miss the rapture people have said a lot but let me end here tonight next week i'm taking you deep into a lot of things a lot of things oh god even if you do not understand anything at all from what i am teaching understand this the trumpet could be sound anytime anytime from now guys fix your life fix your spiritual life now is not the time to fall away now is not the time to abandon jesus you cannot miss the rapture you cannot miss the rapture god bless you for being a part of the service I hope you are learning something. God bless you. Bye-bye.